This, this is Bear Down Wednesday. 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 All right, welcome to another edition of Bear Down Wednesdays. I am your host, Jason Bell. You can find me on Twitter at BD Wednesdays. We've also got an email address if you have any questions or comments, you can send them in to bdwednesdays at gmail.com. Again, this is Bear Down Wednesdays, the best supplemental Chicago Bears podcast in the game. Coming at you on a Wednesday in between uh, these preseason matchups, the first thing we are going to do is recap that epic battle uh, in Denver against the Denver Broncos. Bear Down Wednesdays. This is Bear Down Wednesdays. Mile High Stadium in Denver. The Bears come out with a 24-23 win. This is uh, magnificent for the Bears, their first win of the preseason, showing they can win a game even if it is incredibly sloppy. Watching this game, the first thing I thought is, wow, this is sloppy. They don't look good. It felt very similar to the Cincinnati Bengals game where the Bears starters you know, were very sloppy, looked bad, did not look good. And then once the game got into the later stages, the third quarter, the fourth quarter, the Bears reserves kind of started to take over the game. This is another game where the Bears were down like 13 points late into the fourth quarter, and I think they got those last two touchdowns in the last five minutes. Um, the safety, Mitch Trubisky's uh, safety and the interception he threw do not fill me with a ton of confidence uh, watching those. I've been, I've been you know, tooting the Mitch Trubisky horn uh, pretty, pretty thoroughly this preseason even going as far as to compare him to Tom Brady, but uh, some of these mistakes look really bad. Right now, I mean, you got to just wait and see. It's preseason, but uh, I can see why people are maybe not <laughs> as in as into the Bears and as into Trubisky as I am. But you know what, man? He's the quarterback. That's the team. I'm not changing teams. They're not changing quarterbacks. So anyway, one thing I did like was uh, Trey Burton at tight end. I can see why he is getting a, a lot of hype. He, to me, just watching him physically play the football game, he looked like a wide receiver. Like he's number 80, he's he's small for a tight end, he's fast for a tight end. I'm like, man, he looks like a wideout. Like, wow. Um, no Tyler Bray playing this week, which I thought was interesting because I sent out like four or five tweets last week about how Tyler Bray was leading the NFL in passing in preseason and how TB12 was was done. It was all about TB9. And yeah, so he went ahead and didn't, didn't play. That's awesome. Uh, Chase Daniel, by all, by all accounts, will be the Bears' number two man. If Trubisky gets hurt and misses three or four games, you're going to be looking at Chase Daniels, your starting quarterback. That would have terrified me coming into the year because Daniel just doesn't have a lot of game experience, but he is like a nine-year veteran. He knows this offense. I think Chase Daniel could start three or four games and the Bears could win. Like, I don't think there's some years where the, the Bears backup quarterbacks are just completely inept. I don't think that's the situation with Chase Daniel. We, we referenced uh, a USA Today article earlier where they said the Bears had the, the number 11 uh, best backup situation in the league. So that's, you know, towards the top. A uh, lot of Chase Daniel. They seem like they really trust him, and he, he does look pretty good. Again, Nagy's offense, very different, very unpredictable, very exciting to watch. It's just a lot better than the John Fox era. One thing I do like, uh, these preseason games where the starters look like crap and then the, the backups look great, as the season goes on, there's going to be injuries. You're not going to have your starting 22 all 16 games. Every team is going to go through some level of attrition. You're going to have to put backups in there. And I think that this shows that Nagy can coach people up. He can get production from guys that are second and third teamers. He, he can win games with those types of people. I think they're not going to fall off a cliff. I think this Bears team could get better when they hit November, when they hit December, when they get more familiar with his system. 
Uh, I don't think he needs superstars necessarily to put a good product out there. Uh, and I also think it's a philosophical thing with his offense, with his creativity. It's not like John Fox. It's very famous. Uh, there was a podcast, What Sold a 40? And I believe it was 2015 in Fox's first year. The Bears were like either 0-2 or 0-3, and they were at Seattle, right? And they were losing the game 20 to nothing, and it was in the fourth quarter. There was like 9 or 10 minutes to go in the game. And the Bears got out to like the 50-yard line, and it was like fourth and one. And John Fox punted. He punted on fourth and one from the 50-yard line in the middle of the fourth quarter, down 20. And Wetzel, to F- Wetzel and 40 just laid into him. They're like, dude, you're down 20. You know, there's 10 minutes in the game. Like, you're really playing field position at this point in the game. Like, just go for it. Who cares if you don't get it? You know, and that, I think that philosophy truly embodied the John Fox era. And it was only like the third game in. And it really gave Bear fans a preview of what they were going to see in 2015, 2016, 2017. I don't think Nagy has that philosophy. I think his play calling, his, his ingenuity, his creativity, uh, I think he's definitely, the, the game is trending to a faster paced offense and, and, and you know, uh, perspective. And I think he, he embodies that. So I think he'll be a good coach. You know, first year, all bets are off. You got to see what you got. But I think he, he will definitely be, uh, be uh, the man with the plan going forward. They've, and plus, they got a preseason win. Now you can tank. The 85 Bears went one and three. They're now one and two. You can just go ahead and just tank the rest of the preseason, and you got a, a fantastic preseason record. Coming up next, we're going to do what? All right, I think we're going inside the numbers. Inside the numbers. Numbers. Inside, inside. inside. the numbers. Okay, so we're going to take a look at some, some numbers from this Denver Bronco game. The Chicago Bears leading passer, Chase Daniel. He went 19 of 28 for 189 yards, two touches, no picks. Very respectable preseason quarterbacking numbers. Uh, Jordan Howard, nine carries, 32 yards, not great. Benny Fowler, the leading receiver, two catches for 46 yards. But uh, everybody talking about Trey Burton, four catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. Meanwhile, the Denver Broncos, Chad Kelly, uh, he is apparently the backup now to Case Keenum. He came in seven of nine, 90 yards, one touchdown pass, a really nice touchdown pass. He threw that. That thing was on a rope. Uh, Chad Kelly, I'm familiar with him. Uh, Ole Miss. In college, he actually started at Clemson and transferred out of Clemson. And when he committed to Clemson, uh, he had a hot-ass rap song on SoundCloud, I think called Swag or Chad Kelly or Chad Kelly Swag. If you're on the internet, check that out. That is a phenomenal piece of music, and uh, I'm pulling for him. Like, that's awesome. Like, do it, dude. Chad Kelly's killing it. He's killing it. Um, The leading rusher for the Denver Broncos, Philip Lindsay. He is a rookie from uh, Colorado, the Colorado Buffaloes. He had six carries for 32 yards, and the leading receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, three catches for 27 yards for Denver. Uh, a few more numbers. Last week, I was uh, facetiously mentioning how there's a ton of Bears in the league leaders. You know, the Bears had played two preseason games. Everybody else had only played one. Uh, the way those numbers look now, leading passer in the NFL for the preseason, Nate Sudfeld of the Eagles, 452 yards passing. Number two in the entire league, Tyler Bray, 400 yards Unfortunately, Tyler Bray did not play last game. Uh, leading rusher is Chris Warren from the Oakland Raiders. Uh, the Around the NFL Football podcast is talking a lot about Chris Warren and Oakland and making the team and being the kind of guy they, they really want out there. But they, they apparently have a stable out there with uh, Doug Martin and Marshawn Lynch and just they got like six running backs. Uh, the number three leading rusher in the NFL right now, Ryan Nall of the Chicago Bears, 118 yards. We will see if he makes the team. Uh, leading receiver right now is from the Packers, Jake Kumaro. Uh, 190 yards receiving. Uh, a lot of Bears on the defensive side of the ball doing well. John Timu leading the NFL in tackles with 22, and Roy Robertson Harris 
leading the NFL with 3.5 sacks in the preseason. Coming up next, news and injuries and stuff. News and injuries and shit. News. Injuries. Shit. It's news and injuries and shit. Oh, I'm sorry. It's news and injuries and shit. Okay, so speaking of shit, uh, earlier in the week, a big story, Roquan Smith is going to play in the third preseason game. It was identified as the third preseason game, despite the fact that uh, the Bears have already played three preseason games. Uh, They played in that Hall of Fame game. Uh, They basically just act like it doesn't count because this is like the third week for everybody else, but it's the Bears' fourth preseason game. Why does this bother me? Hold on here. I got to... Okay, it's very important to talk about the third game of the preseason. Hold on here. Let me type in Dennis Green. This is Dennis Green Meltdown if you go to YouTube. It's 45 seconds. That's the one. Hold on, let me get some. Four picks against Grossman and two fumbles. What did you see about the Bears? Uh, we shut them down that way? No, we, you know, I mean, we, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. Come on, man. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Matt Leonard's up next. God. All right, I would I would kill to see what Matt Leiner said after that. That is one of my favorite internet videos um, on YouTube. I also like the little kid who says, I like turtles. I'm a big fan of that. And also, Reporter Swallows Bug. Those are probably my three favorite uh, YouTube videos. The point is, this is the third game of the preseason. The third game of the preseason, even though it's the Bears' fourth. It's the third game because that's the one where the starters play the first half and whatever. So back to Roquan Smith. He is going to play in this preseason game. So it's like, awesome. He's the number one pick. He held out. He's in camp. This is going to be great. Bam. Roquan Smith immediately leaves practice with hamstring tightness. Uh, The Bears are downplaying this hamstring injury, saying it's hour by hour. Roquan uh, was doing an interview just prior to this, and he said it was very important to be in football shape. You can work out all you want, but the only way to get in football shape is to play football. This is after he came into camp from a 29-day holdout. (sighs) All right, there you go. Also, uh, news for the Bears this week. Leonard Floyd will have hand surgery. He's going to be out for the preseason. He hopes to be ready by week one. We shall see. Uh, Some articles, Pro Football Weekly, writing that Adam Shaheen, with a low ankle sprain, um, he is also hopeful to play in week one, so he should be out. Um, It's very important to note that this is a low ankle sprain and not a high ankle sprain. High ankle sprain is one of the worst things that can happen to a human being. Um, I had a buddy of mine playing in a Gus Macker uh, a number of years ago, and he had a high ankle sprain, and he couldn't move. So they went to a bar for lunch, and he drank a bunch of beers. And then he was kind of, he's like, yeah, this is good. I think I can do it. I think I'm good to go. So they went back to their, like, 4 o'clock game, and he had the high ankle sprain and, like, four beers. And then he got on the court, and then he just couldn't move at all. So the high ankle sprain will definitely shut you down. Thank goodness this is a low ankle sprain for Adam Shaheen. Uh, Bears Wire, big article about five Chicago offensive players having a good preseason. Who are those players? Number one, Trey Burton, Kyle Long, Anthony Miller, the receiver, James Daniels, the uh, offensive lineman, and Charles Leno Jr. How did those five guys get picked out? Uh, Basically, if you read the article, it says they all graded well in pro football focus. Like they're like, Anthony Miller graded 68.6, which is pretty good for a rookie wideout. 
So it's like, oh, okay, they got a good rating. That's basically it. You know, you don't need to watch the games. You can just see who grades well. So we did get a little bit of uh, listener feedback this week. We got a we got a, a a question on Twitter from a man named Harry Styles. Um, he is on Twitter at long the letter N Harry, hard the number two carry. Add long and Harry hard to carry asks, what the fuck? That is a great question, Harry Steez. Thanks for writing in, man. We appreciate that. Um, I think right now it's a process. You know, the Bears are going through a process. They're trying to sort out, you know, who they're going to put on the 53-man roster. They, uh, they're trying to learn the new system. They don't want to show too much in the preseason. Trying to keep everybody healthy, get some guys back uh, from some nagging injuries. But I think week one you'll see a, a different, more complete team. Um, the starters playing all four quarters, and definitely by the end of September, I think you'll uh, you'll see them, you know, headed in the right direction. AstroTurf, uh, the Colts battled to a 24 to 13 win. That win propelled the Colts to a fantastic record. The Bears, meanwhile, dropped to an 0 2 record in the preseason. The Bears. Cr- all right, so this past week, Mitch Trubisky, nine of 14 passing, 90 yards passing, one touchdown. One interception. Meanwhile, the GOAT, Tom Brady, 19 of 26, just masterful numbers, 172 yards in the air, two touches, no picks. That's not what we're doing here. We're not comparing modern-day Mitch Trubisky to modern-day Tom Brady. 2002 uh, Tom Brady, he uh, threw for 235 yards per game, and that's up from 189 the year before. 2017, Mitch was throwing 182 yards per game. What I'm trying to do is compare the, you know, Mitch's first year starting to Brady's first year starting. 182 yards a game, 189 yards a game. I feel like those are similar numbers. The only real difference is like one loss record and Super Bowl titles. And I mean, honestly, who even looks at that? Like Mitch was four and eight, Brady was 11 and three, Brady won the Super Bowl, Mitch, you know, didn't make the playoffs. Whatever, man. 182 yards a game. I feel like he is ripe to get to that Brady that Brady trajectory. So keeping an eye on that, Brady went from 189 to 235 a game. So let's see if Mitch can get up in that 230 a game uh, neighborhood. If he can do that, then, you know, he might eventually become the greatest quarterback of all time. So that's we're going to keep an eye on that. It's still early, but it's on the radar. It's on the radar. This week in 1985. 1985. This week in 1985. All right, so this week in 1985, one of the greatest preseason games in the history of the NFL, August 26th, 1985 in Texas Stadium. Before there was Jerry World, there was Texas Stadium, which I'm sure we all remember. In an epic preseason clash, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Chicago Bears 15-13, to and that just smells like mid-80s preseason football. A couple of teens, 15 to 13 right there. That dropped the Bears to 0-3. But don't fret for the 85 Bears because they made a return trip to Texas Stadium. They came back on November 17th of 1985. The final score of that game, the real game, Bears 44, Cowboys 0. I would drop my mic, but I don't want to fuck it up. And I only got one mic, but that's, that's what's up, Bears. Bears sneak peek coming up. What's next? All right, so right now we are going to preview the upcoming game for the Chicago Bears. Here's what we got for you. We did a little research. The Bears play on Saturday, August 25th. Uh, It's at Soldier Field. It is at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 p.m. Central. A noon kick. Nothing screams preseason football like a noon Saturday kick. The Bears apparently filling in for Purdue or Northwestern or some other Big Ten school with a noon Saturday kick. 
This Saturday, the Kansas City Chiefs come to town to Soldier Field to battle the mighty Chicago Bears. So what is the buzz for this one? I'll tell you what, I was listening to uh, the Bill Simmons podcast last week, and uh, Bill had Kevin Clark from The Ringer was on the podcast, and Kevin Clark has been on this um, this preseason training camp tour, and he's gone around to all these all the teams, all the camps, and all that good stuff. And Bill asked him, he said, hey, man, what's a team that's got a lot of buzz that you're cool on, that you're kind of pumping the brakes. You're like, whoa, they're not quite there yet. First thing he says is Chicago Bears. <laughs> He's like, really? Why, why is there a buzz about the Bears? He seemed shocked that there was even a buzz about the Bears. Kevin Clark said, hey, they got a young quarterback. They got an offensive coach. People are trying to make the Bears-LA Rams comparison. He, he said he got there, and he said that they skipped. the Bears have apparently skipped a few steps in the rebuild and that he's very cool on the Bears' buzz. Now, he didn't say which steps they skipped, and I'm not even disagreeing with him. Like, I get it, Mr. Kevin Clark. The Packers are in the division. The Vikings are in the division. Those are two of the top five teams in the league. You got a first-time head coach. For the last four years, they've been in last place, and they've had 10-plus losses. I totally get, get it, but I just feel like they've inherently got to be better because their coach isn't John Fox. I think that's at least worth a couple of wins. I don't know. But... uh Anyway, that's out there. That's that's the buzz on the Bears. Um, around the NFL, I listened to that podcast this week. They were talking about the preseason games, the last round of games, the, the Broncos won with the Bears. Uh, not real high on Trubisky. Uh, boneheaded pick, boneheaded turnovers. Really just not impressed with Trubisky's work uh, <laughs> that he's displayed in the uh, in the preseason. They, they noted that the teammates all love Mitch, but around the, uh, around the NFL, not really impressed with him yet. But they did mention... They said that, that Nagy is definitely holding back on the offense, so it's not a finished product. And it's such a small sample size. And they went on to say how much they hate preseason because you're looking at like two series and you're trying to judge what a quarterback is and what a team is and what an offense is and how it's not you know accurate because it's so small. The Bears are playing the Chiefs. The, the big paper in Kansas City is the Kansas City Star. What is the Kansas City Star talking about? They're talking about Pat Mahomes and Mitch Trubisky. They are the first two quarterbacks drafted in 2017. Who got the better quarterback? Uh, that is a huge debate that uh, I wasn't aware was raging right now, but I can see where it would be. They're both starters. Uh, I would probably say it's incomplete right now. We'd have to wait and see what happens this year. I guess Mahomes started like one game, whereas Mitchell started 12. Uh, you know, we'll wait and see. The big thing right now is Pat Mahomes, the uh 69-yard bomb that he threw to Tyreek Hill is apparently the best play in the history of Earth. Uh, it was 69 yards in the air. That would have been the longest pass of the year last year. It's about six yards longer in the air than any pass that was thrown last year. Oh, my God. Uh, Peter Schrager from the NFL Network said that Mahomes is a gift from the football gods, and he's been tweeting out all weekend how he just watched this play over and over. I watched it. It's a good play. Uh, there was triple coverage. Tyreek Hill ran straight past it and he threw it over him. That's awesome. Big arm. You know who else had a big arm? Jay Cutler. He had a big arm. Who else had a big arm? Dieter Brock. You know what I mean? Big arm. You know who doesn't have a big arm? Drew Brees. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Big arm. That's great. Way to go. People fall in love with the big arm. There's more to the position than the big arm. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. Anyway, this game is big. It's considered the third preseason game of the year, despite the fact the Bears have played three. The starters are going to play the first half. Everybody's excited. If Trubisky looks like a clogged toilet in this game, that's probably more of a warning sign. We shall see. Um, also, a little bit of a storyline. Nagy used to be the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs last year. Also, Chase Daniel and Tyler Bray, Chicago Bear quarterbacks, both uh, played with the Chiefs earlier in their career. 
And uh, a big article, just keep an eye on this big article in the KC Star called Injured and Ineffective about the Chiefs' defense. Uh, a lot of injuries on the Chiefs' defense, and uh, it says uh, Chiefs' defense and the proper level of worry. So the, uh, the Chiefs' defense apparently uh, some concern. So we'll see if that plays into the game on Saturday. Anyway, my name is Jason Bell. Uh, I am the host of Bear Down Wednesdays. That's going to do it for us this week. We're on Twitter at BD Wednesdays. Send a question, bdwednesdays at gmail.com, whatever, whatever. And uh, bear down. There you go. All right, rock and roll. Peace.